Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Hancho, horticulture educator with the University of Illinois Extension Service. And the end of the year is about here. And usually about this time of year, uh, we have all made them, kept some, been unsuccessful with others in terms of our New Year's resolutions. And I'm just going to offer out that if you make any for your gardening efforts in 2018, most for the most part, they're a lot easier to keep. Uh, to begin with, uh, you've got time to plan ahead. Uh, gardening season doesn't start for quite a while yet at this point, so you can think about those resolutions as you've put them out there and make sure they're doable. One of the other parts about that is um, you, you you have that uh, you have those choices about what you're going to do. Uh, or would like to see done baby steps versus big giant steps and you get the job done just as effectively. Uh, so I wanted to share with you a few a few resolutions, if you will, that you might want to consider uh, out in the a home landscape, in the vegetable garden, in the flower beds, whether they're annual or perennial, perennials. And uh, weeding is always a problem, so you might kind of make a resolution here to uh, add more mulch where it can prevent weed growth. Typically, that's the landscape beds over a vegetable garden or a flower garden because uh, uh, a lot of flowers and vegetables don't deal with the mulch very well. But you can certainly use it in the landscape beds to uh, prevent uh, weed growth. Two to three inches deep is what's talked about. Besides the weeds, of course, it helps retain moisture and who knows what the season, upcoming season is going to be like anyway. So that's one you might think about. One that you can easily accomplish and check it off your list is uh, kind of vow to mow the lawn higher using a sharp mower blade and more frequently in the spring, less frequent in the summer when the lawns are slowing and going dormant and then pick it back up in terms of frequency again come fall uh, when we have that natural flush. Uh, by doing that, so one more deal here, you're going to conserve moisture, you're going to make the lawn more competitive against weeds and the lawn will certainly look better as long as you have that sharp mower blade. Another item that I talk about frequently, and it's just a matter of just getting started on it and, and making that resolution, would be to either start a compost pile or get it put into a bin. And this is especially important if you can get right at it in the springtime because there's all that debris, all the rest of the garden and plant cleanup that has to be done in the spring of the year. So rather than buy the landscape waste bags and pay to have that hauled away, uh, start a compost pile or put it in a bin and get that process started. And then later on, you will have uh, your very own compost and mulch to be used in your own yard. One of the things to remember is when you water the vegetable garden, water the flowers, probably it's time to water the compost pile or compost bin as well. This is what... Uh, keeps that bin working is the fact that there's moisture there to keep the little microbial activity uh, on, a, on a good level and, and keep it breaking down the material you've put in the bin or, or added to the pile. One of the other ideas that you might think about, especially today with the smartphones, is it'd be nice to keep a photo journal of your gardens this year. So often we enjoy the bloom very early in the season, but by summertime it's kind of gone. Uh, as we hit the middle of the season, so take some pictures, take them more frequently in the spring when things are changing rapidly, kind of like mowing the lawn, less frequently in the summertime, and then depends upon how your yard is set up, you could have another late summer bloom show that's just uh, spectacular, and take some pictures, save them, they're, they're your memory, so that's something you might think about doing this year. 
out in the vegetable garden. Uh, we all get pretty much stuck in our ways. You might consider trying at least one new vegetable this summer. And if that doesn't uh, appeal to you, uh, try at least a different version of some of the ones you already grow. Uh, you might uh, grow the good old green and white Swiss chard, but now there's reds and yellows and oranges um, that do the same thing, but yet make your make your dinner plate brighten up quite quite a lot. So maybe think about that for the garden this year. Uh, you might think about enjoying some spring blooms inside long before Mother Nature is active outside. So by February, March, uh, you are able to go out and take cuttings of forsythia, lilac, crab apple, apple, and bring them in the house and force those branches inside. And then that just continues on when uh, Mother Nature lets you have spring outside. So that's something else that you might vow to do this year to brighten the home inside. Um, you might you know, want to take a trip this winter uh, to the local arboretum or the local conservatory and enjoy, and enjoy what uh, they have to offer. Uh, arboretums and conservatories have winter displays as well. Uh, conservatories usually have a greenhouse that's full of good green tropicals, something that uh, you really don't get around here in the middle of the winter. Enjoy them, enjoy the smells, the higher humidity in the greenhouse, and have a good time while you're there. So. Uh, put that on your list to make uh, a trip to your closest arboretum or conservatory. You might want to take a class about gardening. You might want to start to grow something different and you want to learn how, so think about taking a class. Um, one of the big resolutions that I think would be very important is to, is to consider replacing those old dull hand pruners and the saws that you have, or at least get them sharpened, because pruning should be a, a, a happy time out in the yard. It shouldn't be something that uh, tires out your wrists or give you blisters. So sharp, clean tools are essential. Sometimes it's just time to replace them if they're 15 or 20 years old. Another resolution you might make, especially if you don't like to mow a lot of lawn, would be to think about increasing some of the bed sizes in your yard. This would uh, put less time behind the lawnmower, more time gardening, enjoying the flowers and things that you have planted. So you might think that as something, uh, a worthwhile resolution. And uh, one that we don't often get to do these days, but you want to consider or make a resolution maybe to make the vegetable garden kind of a multi-generational uh, effort here. You know, uh, grandparents and parents actually do know stuff about gardening. And your kids are more likely to eat their vegetables if they help plant and tend the garden during the year. So think about making making that generational and weave some of the family history into that as well. There's stories behind those vegetables that uh, grandpa grew or dad grew or grandma or mom grew. So, so share those with the children and, and get some history going. The last resolution here that I want to quickly mention is, you know, think about uh, extending the garden season. Uh, we miss out on a lot of vegetables here in northern Illinois because of our short season, but we also have the opportunity to uh, start very early in the year and go late into the fall with season extensions. So you think about those, another way to enjoy the garden longer and put more nutritious and healthy food on the, on the dining room table during the summertime and early spring through late fall. So think about those as potential resolutions. This has been Richard Henschel, horticulture educator with the University of Illinois Extension. It's always a pleasure and I'll be back again next week.